0: All right. Welcome to Crow 777 Radio. This will be episode 16, and I think um, I'm going to stop announcing episode numbers um, and just let the title of any given uh, episode I post do the job um, because I keep having to shuffle things around. But uh, here we are, man. So much has gone on in the month of July 2016. Uh, We see a complete false ramp up of false news, false violence, false shootings, Uh, We've seen Dallas, Baton Rouge, Baton Rouge, of course, the Red Baton, the Red Stick, Uh, Blue Lives Matter. Maybe Baton Rouge is the police baton covered in blood, the Red Baton. Who knows? Uh, All the wordplay, all the encoding, it gets so damn exhausting to watch what is going on uh, by those who would deceive us. Um, You know, here's an interesting thing. I predicted... That there would be a false event on 7 seven sixteen based on the date, and I did it about three hours before the Dallas shooting occurred. Um, James Alfred was there and got the email exchange with me. We have that proven uh, that email exchange to prove that this was actually done. Um, here's an interesting thing. My understanding that it was very likely because of the encoded gematria numerology in the date 7716 that a false event would likely happen. Here's one for you. You can still go around this country or just surf online to look at the monuments, cornerstones, and other things that Freemasonry has put up around the country. And quite often you will notice they are using the Hebrew or Jewish year date which is 5,000-something on all the monuments you see. Right now, I had a follower who is Jewish tell me, I believe they're Jewish, not sure, but I think they may be. If not, they have studied this. Um, I could tell by the message. Um, right now, we're in the Jewish calendar year, I am told, five five thousand 5,776. And I am further told that as of October, I think it's October 1st of this year, 2016, the Jewish calendar will roll over to 5777. 7, 7. So there it is, man. 21 Blackjack the Mind Weapon. Um, are we going to see 2016 be just a massive ramp up? Are we seeing uh, a frantic push of damage control? Because there are so many of us out there. are no longer fooled by the false news, by the false violence, um, by the fear porn that is just shoveled wholesale out of media, out of your television. Um, It sure feels that way to me. But I have Sean on today as a guest. Uh, I got a lot of messages of people wanting me to get Sean back on to talk about the kind of medical knowledge, uh, medical marijuana, the death-based medical system that we all experience Most of us experience when we go to see a doctor that's going to push pharmaceutical drugs at us as uh, not really so much a cure in most cases, but uh, symptom management. Anyhow, we talked at length, um, and in a minute here I'll break down all the things we talked about, but uh, one thing that's crucially important is I have long considered that the tainted food, the fluoride in our water, and all these things that affect the way our bodies and minds work may be such a huge part of why so many of us cannot catch on to what is so darn obvious now and all these false events that are leading to loss of freedoms probably a police state or some type of a military i don't even know what to call it police acting as if they were military in many places like in san diego the police already look like they are military um the old protect and serve that was on the doors of those police cars is long gone. Uh, last thing that I noticed while I was out there was it had been changed from protect to protect and to serve to keeping the peace. So apparently they keep the peace. They own the peace. Um, it's a strange world we live in, but to get back to the idea that so many people, uh, cannot think in a way or consider in a way that allows them to understand the just wholesale falseness in all these events that are whittling away at our freedoms. Um, Does fluoride play a part in that? I think it does. Um, It calcifies the pineal gland, which is the core, the center of your brain, among other things. It's also known to make people placid. Um, We've got to catch up. We've got to catch on. And we have to change our mindset from this egocentric, I don't agree with you, therefore I don't like you, therefore anything that comes out of your mouth I will not accept. We need to get away from this. I follow a ton of people where I don't necessarily agree with a lot of things they say. Um, If we were to meet in real life, maybe I wouldn't even be very good friends with them. But I have learned enough to listen and consider what is being said by others who were in this, what's been termed the Great Awakening. We seem to be at a crucial pivot point, and with the Jewish calendar about to roll over to 5777, and for those who have followed who understand that apparently Jewishness is such a huge part of this, and I have spoke about how I feel about that, and that I feel Jewishness is actually originally nothing to do with genetics of any kind, but that's a different episode. So before we jump in here, let me cover the things uh, that we go over in this episode very quickly. There's a few, I'm gonna roll them off quick. Medical cannabis, the illegalization of cannabis, using race and conflict to illegalize marijuana. Propaganda, cocaine fiends, reefer madness, those were both movies. Allopathic medicine, retrograde medicine or backwards medicine, symbolized by the RX symbol. Oil's influence on medicine, traditional medicine, Prohibition, the outlawing of real treatments, preventing effective cancer cures, alcohol, cure for cancer, the Gerson method, plant juice treatments, flushing your liver, tinctures, hash, false teaching in schools about cannabis, if cow milk is damaging to human beings, in other words, should human beings drink human milk or should they be drinking bovine milk, cancer, the zodiac sign cancer, engineered cancer, spellcraft diseases, the Bowie cancer death in his age at 69, symbolizing the Zodiac cancer with 69, using the word black mass by doctors to describe what they see in an x-ray when they see cancer, a black mass, think about it, Himalayan salt, malnutrition, making pr- pu- proven cures illegal, the lack of diet in prescriptions and medicine, we are what we ate, eat, tainted food, aspartame, a horrible thing. Fluoride, a horrible thing, the pineal gland, spiritual growth, the death-based system controlling medicine, anti-Gerson propaganda from Hollywood, encoded wordplay, the power of intention and imagination, Richard C. Hoagland, the moon landing propaganda, the fake Pluto mission, the danger of video games, subliminal messaging in media, the Fascist Symbols in Congress. For those who are not aware of this, there are two bundles of sticks with like an axe head on top called fascis, where the word we get fascist, that's sitting in your United States Congress. The Truman Show, E Pluribus Unum, Greek, Latin, predictive movies, the fall of the U.S. auto system, the gas shortage, the Rodney King hoax, rap, which is social engineering, and the, the actual beginnings of West Coast rap coincide exactly with the Rodney King race hoax. Um, where am I here? Uh, rapid social engineering, witnessing against life, false death, the false shooting ramp up, the Paris hoax, the bat hoax, Baton Rouge hoax, the inability to think damaged brain function, the ego, human learning, human discernment, iodine as a treatment calcification of the pineal gland by fluoride, organic food, chemtrails, a possibility of a hidden landmass in this world that none of us know about. Secretly adding things into our food, which Kraft recently did with macaroni and cheese, making fun of us because they secretly changed it and then claimed none of us realized they took out all this bad stuff and added in all this good stuff. GMOs, countries that stop GMOs, and then uh, the idea of having the internet as a playbook for those who would deceive us with false events being so easy for them to go online and see the reaction to each of these events they do. We cover a heck of a lot, and in the second hour, it's it's mind bender when you begin to consider what we're what we're covering here. Anyhow, I hope you'll dr- join me for the second hour over over at crow7radio.com, and uh, there it is, man. Please, folks, start to open your minds, open your eyes. Just because you don't agree or understand with something is no reason not to consider it, not to look at it, not to think about it. I've said it many times, these false events that are ramping up will die completely under the weight of their own details. Let's jump in. Here we go. All right, man. Welcome to Crow 777 Radio. I've got Sean back again. Um, I've talked with Sean twice here, and um, Sean is an expert in a lot of medical things, medical cannabis, and uh, well, we'll get into it here in a minute, but uh, twice when I've spoken with him, we've broached the issue. And I've had a lot of comments from the website uh, with people talking about cancers, losing family members, talking about the quality of our food, all kinds of messages I've got. And I thought to myself, I've got to get Sean back on and and do an episode where we just concentrate on um, what's happening to us or what has happened to us as a nation where we've kind of you can you can look at the old movies um And look at the people in the 50s, in old movies. And while there are some heavy people, you will notice a marked difference in what people looked like back then. And I'm not talking about the movie stars. You know, If you go in and look at a shot that's in, say, downtown L.A., an outside shot that was clearly just grabbing some of society, you will notice that there is a marked difference in how people appear. And if you really pay attention and you look at close-up shots of people... And while a lot of them are clearly going to wear makeup, if they're movie stars, you will still see there's a marked difference in the appearance of people from now to then. But
1: anyhow, welcome, Sean. Thank you for having me back. I appreciate it. Right on, man. I, I
0: thought there were so many important things we could get out in front of people. And we kind I kind of uh, put down some bullet points and I ordered them in a way where some of the very critical things will be up front so that they go out to everybody on YouTube.
1: Right. Yeah. And it segues beautifully. Anyway, it's uh, one thing leads to the next really in this story. You know, it's unfortunately it's an interwoven mess. And that's one of the tricks they use is throwing too much information at you at once.
0: Right. And, you know, it's funny that you should say tricks because I view uh, part of the problem that we find ourselves in is people are unable to think. And part of that is due to training Uh, that people have had beat into them their whole lives. Part of that is media, which trains you in a whole other way and how you think and the contextual cues you use in your mind to think. But the other side of that is food um, and what we put in our bodies. And that relates directly to how your body operates and how your mind functions. So let's jump right in here, man. Um, Let's talk a little bit about the additives that are both openly put in food and drink Um, And sold to America and the world and the other things that are not so apparent, not so easy for a consumer to understand what they are consuming. And I think aspartame might fall into that category, but I'll let you take it. And clearly fluoride is going to pop up in this conversation, but let me throw it over to you.
1: Yeah, both of those are prominent factors. But, you know, you started with consumer and they've got us tricked into calling each other consumers now. Right. And consumers are just eaters they 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 don't perform any function besides consumption uh, and that, that, that's one of the tricks they 've used on us is getting us to change the way we think with our words and we 're not consumers we 're people
0: right and and it kind of helps them probably um you know deflect any guilt because we 're just useless consumers right we 're not contributing anything
1: of of course we 're just customers we're 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 we 're line item. On ledgers. That's it. You're just entries in a ledger, to them. You know, to the bottom line, and that's what where it's all stems from. Of course, you know, unfortunately, money is the the root to most evil. Anyway, um, money and power being all evil. But yeah, going getting back to the food and drink. You know, there's there like you said, there's covert and overt uh, poisons in the food, and and I'm I'm saying using the word literally. I agree they they they're just slow moving poisons. They can't be distributing poison to everybody and having everybody drop like a hammer after they've consumed it 20 minutes later. You know, they they need, you know, to be able to do it in a slow fashion and bleed you for your resources along the way. You know, and that's just what they're doing. They they're, they're kind of like a parasite upon the human race literally.
0: I mean exactly. I mean exactly. That is really An apt description of, um, you know, I heard someone coming in uh, ranting the other day after I'd run a show, um, accusing Jews of being parasitic. Um, But I think you and I are going to talk at a bit higher level. And while we know that that initiation level or that religion at the highest level certainly plays into this, the people who are pulling the strings here are aptly describable as parasites. Correct?
1: Correct. Oh, ab- absolutely! Uh, they couldn't live any other way, and and unfortunately, a lot of the Jewish uh, dogma in print uh, gives it gives to that idea that they are a parasitic people. You know, the, all that talk about you know they uh, you know that uh, they're not supposed to do any work. That's for the goyim to do, and things like that. Right. Lead, lead, you know, they they of course they extrapolate to the to the outside.
0: All the Talmudic nonsense.
1: Exactly. And, you know, they can't get away from that. And unfortunately, I can't get that out of my mind either that, you know, these that's the way they perceive me. So it changes the way I perceive them. Right. You know, they're an automatic uh, notion of threat, even if they aren't one. Uh, you know, you just perceive them as a threat. And so your, your automatic response is to turn angry because you don't want to feel threatened. You know, you won't acknowledge that you're... The, the emotion you have is, is one of being threatened. It's more, I'm intimidated, now I'm angry. You know, and, and so they get a lot of anger, but I think that they actually publicize it myself. I think it's all about, a lot about that, but I don't want to go tangenting off into the whole Jew thing. Right. Um, let, you know, let's,
0: let, let's jump in on aspartame. We'll, we'll, put, yeah. we'll, we'll put aspartame and fluoride up, but I think aspartame, I think both are equally important, but I am discovering... That aspartame's actually been hidden in a lot of places that I didn't realize. And just before you get going on aspartame here, um, I used to enjoy chewing gum, um, yeah, and right. and there came a point when I could not find a gum uh, regularly without aspartame. And right. then then over time, I realized all of a sudden, well, here, all of a sudden, I can find some gums that used to have aspartame, but there was little tricks going on. So I'll kick it over to you. Let's jump into aspartame and tell people what it is first. So they understand supposedly what its use is supposed to be.
1: Okay. What it actually is. And this is going to gross a lot of people out. You're going to spit your gum in the trash in a second, folks. Uh, It's actually the feces from a, a genetically modified E. coli. Okay. It's, that's literally what it is. And it's, They created amino acid, and that's what phenylalanine is. Is this uh, chemical derived from the feces of this genetically modified E. coli? So they had to have Donald Rumsfeld come to work. I believe was for Monsanto. Don't quote me though, because I I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, But he just went to work for him for. It was like 14 months he worked for him, and. and long enough to get aspartame passed through the FDA. And then, you know, the revolving door back into government. He went back to work, at, I believe, in the Reagan administration at the time. It might have been the first Bush administration. I don't know. They all bleed together. It's one right. corruption. It's right. one long story of corruption just right. changing colors on the flag, you know. Well, <laughs> they
0: had Bush, the, the, they had the first Bush and Monsanto on television splicing genes, um, doing that early kind of what I assume. Was taking insect or bug or not plant DNA and splicing it into plants for Monsanto uh, as a press release on t v but anyhow, back over to you
1: well yeah and in as far as genetically modific- genetic modification my my thinking is this: you know it may very well be safe as 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 conventional or heirloom creations would be, okay. But I'm not willing to take the chance. You know, they've introduced different genes into this stuff. And if my body doesn't understand what it is, it's not going to understand what to do with it properly. Right. And so it's going to end up in places it shouldn't end up, you know, as tumors or growths <laughs> or, or cysts popping out here and there. And I don't, I'd don't. i rather not have that question of that, that notion of, you know, what if it was because I did, I, I saved that 50 bucks a week. At the grocery at the grocery line, you know, right? And and bought those things that I knew darn well I shouldn't, and I do eat Doritos here and there, you know, a bag. Of, I eat about a bag of them a week, you know. Is Again, there aspartame in Doritos? No, but there's all kinds of yeah, that's that's
0: GMO it. though. I mean, I you oh, hear yeah. P- yeah, people refer to the potato chip aisle as the and, GMO and as far, aisle.
1: Yeah, as far as gum is concerned, there I, I've only found one brand. I don't even remember the name of it. And I found it in Tennessee when I was on the road, and they didn't have aspartame, so I bought a pack of it. It wasn't very good. (laughs) No, clove tasting, but uh, it tasted like medicine, you know. But it was it was aspartame free, you know. And but yeah, they're putting sugar and aspartame in it because they need to get this chemical into your brains because it's creating customers long term, big time, and even short term.
0: So what is it doing? What what? So aspartame, as I understand it, was kind of like a sugar substitute in a way. Like you would see things that didn't list sugar all of a sudden, but they would list aspartame. Is that
1: correct? Yeah, that's that's how they marketed it as as a sweetener that doesn't give you calories, which is actually a fact. It does not give you calories per se. Uh, Calories are is the is the mathematical equation between carbohydrate and fat okay right. there is no there's no carbohydrate present so there is no calorie okay but your body understands it as sugar and it and it makes the body create a need for more sugar and more sugar and more sugar and sugars turn into acid whether they're refined sugars or real sugars it doesn't matter the body understands it as a sweetener and and it does what it does with sweeteners, okay? You can get fat on diets just like you can on regular pop.
0: So what, what are some of the effects for, like, people who have been totally unaware and um, they're out consuming these products, having gum every day, and uh, in a minute here we'll talk about some places where they've hidden it in some of the commonly used foods and drinks, but um, what is it doing to us?
1: Well, it's rewiring the brain first and foremost, um, and that's the danger, the, the biggest danger of it all, is it rewires the brain, um, but aspartame is also an excitotoxin, okay, this, this amino, it's an amino acid, so it gets into the blood freely, uh, <laughs> and it's an excitotoxin, so any other toxins you have present will be excited by this added additive. Wow. So... And it also, it, it, it's just like it sounds, it can also create an excite, excited personality streak in children, especially. So they really want to give it to children so that they can get them into the psychiatrist so they can give them the good shit, okay? Right,
0: right. So they can, yeah, get them as a permanent consumer. So, I mean, right. ha- have you looked at the name at all? Clearly the word tame is in the word, and we know how the word play and the gematria and the numerology plays into everything that's done. Um what do you think's going on by the encoding of that word?
1: You know, I just I think that they've hidden it well in different words. Now they're not even using aspartame in a lot of the products. They've changed it to neotame, but it always ends with tame, you're correct.
0: So we're being tamed by this product, I would imagine.
1: Well, it's a, it's not so much taming you, It's it's giving them the means to control you with. You know, it's you get excited and your ta- your feet tapping class, or your or your fingers are tapping, or your pencil's tapping, or you're drawing on your you know, not listening in class, or you know, just being disruptive, being a, a kid, <laughs> <Right>. a child, <laughs> you know, yeah. and and that's a way for them to get you into the principal's office so they can recommend you see the the school counselor, and they'll recommend you to the doctor that can prescribe wonderful drugs that will. Mediate these problem behaviors of children um, that are that are really created by the the foods that they're ingesting
0: well it's so funny because I mean you and I are of a generation um, when we were back in grade school there's a bunch of things we didn't have um, that I see a lot of now, like peanut allergies, like kids on Ritalin um, there were i guess I do remember maybe one kid on Ritalin. But you could tell that kid was really, from the get-go, a bit different than the other kids. I'm sure the Ritalin wasn't helping him. Um, but uh, I heard recently that aspartame, and fluoride for that matter, are being hidden in soda. Is that, have you heard, are you aware of that?
1: Well, it's 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 not really hidden in soda. It's They'll openly admit they use municipal water supplies. So it's not hidden. They just don't list it as an ingredient because it's part of the water.
0: Well, the fluoride, but is that, yeah. is that aspartame's just an additive? Um, yeah. Know, I hadn't even considered what you just said, which is a no-brainer. Um, if it's used in water, um, uh, you know, uh, my mother buys bottled water, and she kept bringing home all this water that said fluoride added. And I right. Oh, it. yeah. By I Gerber.
1: Yeah. Kept...
0: <laughs> Yeah, I kept telling her but is is aspartame hidden in sodas because I was looking at some labels. I haven't I was going to come look it up online but I I didn't. I wanted to do it before you and I talked. But it's, I did. Not
1: very, it's hidden but not very well. It, it it's the the hidden it's there, there's no nothing there that will say aspartame. It'll say phenylalanine. Okay. Oh, phenylalanine is the chemical name for aspartame. Okay, it's real hard to pronounce. Uh <laughs> you get used to it after many times you say it, but uh the the way that they hide it is it they put it right on the front. That tells you that it's got aspartame in it. It'll say diet on it. <laughs> you know, uh if it says diet, you can bet your sweet cheeks that it's definitely got some nasty stuff in it.
0: Do, do you do you think the counterparts are carrying aspartame? Is that chemical you just mentioned in the ones that are not diet?
1: You know, I, I'm sure they are in, in places, but I'm not one that wanders into the the sugary drinks at all. Right. I you know, being as aware as I am of what sugar does in the body, I try to limit my intake. Um and I don't eat a whole lot of processed food. And it, by processed, it means if you don't have to put it on the stove and cook it, you're eating processed food. <laughs> right. It, it's really pretty much that simple. Uh, <laughs>
0: hey, well, it's so funny. I saw someone with a bumper sticker the other day, and usually, you know, I see bumper stickers and I'm, oh, God, man, let's stroke the ego here. But it was a funny one because it said something to the effect of if it was made... Only eat things that were made by a plant, not in a plant <laughs> exactly and, and I thought well at least that 's you know solid advice but let's let 's jump straight into fluoride here because when I was in San Diego, not too too long ago, um, last November, I was in San Diego, um, I had to use reverse osmosis to get the fluoride out and then there was still a horrific uh, chlorine smell and we only could afford to filter the water we were drinking and cooking with which meant we got in the shower with just that terrible water. Um, Now I'm here and I'm on a well and one of the things I noticed since I've been here uh, is my hair seems to be thicker and I have to cut my fingernails like once a week, sometimes every. Four days or something it's crazy i mentioned this to my nephew and he said the same thing Um, let's jump into fluoride because it is such a concern and um, i think there's real reason to believe i shouldn't say believe there's real reason to suspect that spiritual growth may actually be inhibited by fluoride
1: absolutely it's it's I can say unequivocally that it is that that's their target <laughs> is spiritual growth uh, or, or spiritual contact of the person to their own being, to the their essence. Uh, they've got us so trapped into this materialism that nobody even gives any thought to their soul. I mean, the soul is spoken of as if it can be marketed somehow, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know. Um,
0: right, right. Even, even that can be sold to the devil if you want to, right? It's just another product.
1: Right, right, yeah. You can just you can choose the, the buyer, you know, and sell it to whoever you want. What do you do after that? You're just soulless walking around. Yeah, I don't know. I saw you know? A,
0: I saw a movie where it was done, and the guy said, "Sure, I'm not using it."
1: <laughs> right, yeah. Take take my advice. I'm not using it. Yeah, right now. you know. But as far as fluoride, it's it's a neurotoxin first of all, and it's a known neurotoxin. You ask any microbiologist about fluoride, and they will tell you it's a known neurotoxin. It's it's chemically deadly. If you take enough of it at once, you will die just as dead as your hammer is out in the garage you You'll be just as dead, okay It will kill you. You just don't get it and you get it in micro doses, so that it kills you slowly from the inside out, just like you would think
0: well, for the people who may not believe what you just told them. I would advise them to go read the poison warning on toothpaste tubes that have fluoride. Uh, if you accidentally swallow some of that stuff, you're being directed to stick in your mouth.
1: Oh, it's not just if you accidentally swallow it. It's, I, I wish it were, that, it were that easy. A lot of people can avoid it, you know, uh, but children can't. Uh, their gag reflex isn't strong enough at that point in life to respond to uh, that particular fluid that quickly. So they're automatically swallowing it anyway. But the glands underneath your tongue are the most active glands in the human body that we know of. <laughs> they will readily accept anything that's in a pool in the bottom of your mouth, under your tongue. And where is the, where's your toothpaste laying while you're scrubbing those teeth for a full minute, the way they say to? Right. Top and bottom, okay? That's, that's the best place to administer cannabis oil. If, you can, if, if the patient can tolerate it long enough, that's the best way to administer cannabis oil.
0: Well, the cell salts are advised, um, the healthy cell salts are advised to be um, ingested into the body in that same way, dissolved under the tongue for ingestion.
1: Yes, it's, it's the quickest way because it skips the liver, goes straight to the bloodstream.
0: Um, not to get you off topic, but I want to add, do you know anything about cell salts? No, I don't. Okay, so let's keep going here. Can you tell folks how fluoride is made, where it comes from?
1: Well, it's a byproduct of aluminum production. Uh, Once they started mining aluminum, which was back right around the 20s, they had to start paying to store this neurotoxin that was deadly to the environment. And it got very costly. So they hired uh, some, some brilliant wise men to go up and convince the power brokers that they should put it in the water, that it would placid their people. It would make them calm. They wouldn't be as angry and and prone to anger as they might have been otherwise. And so they sold it to their constituents as, oh, it's good for teeth. We'll just tell them it's good for your teeth because it does harden enamels. So we'll tell them it's good for the teeth uh, and, and market it as such. And the ADA jumped right up on board. Of course, being a bureaucratic organization, they wanted to please their bosses as well. So it's been being pushed on us as this healthy thing for teeth. Meanwhile, we're all drinking juices, coffees, teas, soda pops, beers, hard liquors, you know, fluoride-filled soda drinks. (laughs) Yes. It's, it's,
0: (laughs) It's this miracle substance. It's the only substance known to man where you don't have to be concerned with dose they pour it in the water supplies they yeah. put yeah. in the
1: products you know your body weight is of no relevance right. it doesn't even matter your species feed it to your puppies and your cats too okay it'll make them placid as well because what it does is it hardens the pineal gland the, that's the neurocenter between the two hemispheres of the brain it hardens it it calcifies it literally in in a physical way
0: and so so now we're talking and so people see i think I think where we're getting here, which I think is so important. I mean, apex, critically important. We're talking about the pineal gland here. Um, for folks who think we're about to get into the hippy-dippy realm, I would beg you to reconsider. And I would further beg you to go look at the pine cone statue in front of the Vatican.
1: Everywhere. Right. Every important building in the world. That's right. And you will see
0: (laughs) the wordplay that we always bring up on this show because the pine gland is often encoded by using the evergreen pine cone, um, which is also a seed for that tree. And the thing about the pineal gland that folks should know is it is actually an eye. It is actually a light receptive organ, as is your eye. But I'll kick it back over to you, Sean, because I wanted to make a very stern point for folks not to dismiss this and just think it's some new age nonsense. Um, it is not. And uh, it was proven so many supposed centuries ago by the great meditators and great spiritualists. And that includes early Christianity because they too at one time used what was called contemplation, which is just another form of meditation. But anyhow, keep keep going down this road of the calcification of the pineal gland.
1: Well, yeah, they, they literally changed the mechanics of how it can work. And it, they cut off communication between the two hemispheres of the brain. And one hemisphere of your brain, each of us, thinks the other part feels and the two communicating help us to make our decisions whether it be take a step forward with my left foot or go ahead and run for president it doesn't matter the size the decision is a decision you make about fifty six to ninety thousand a day okay if if that inner that communication is interrupted a lot of those decisions are being made by one side of the brain only that's not very safe It doesn't matter how smart you are or how psychic and feeler you are. You're still in harm's way without both parts of yourself. Okay? And that's what's happening. That's why a lot of people can just digest all this negative news. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: I was going to get to that, Sean, because, (laughs) you know, you might have noticed on my channel, um, I kind of just basically got pissed off the other day watching this nonsense go down and baton rouge or the red baton the well, red stick well it's a build-up yeah. a
1: system they're build, you know and you notice it, it it follows the the uh what do they call it the trilateral commission meeting yep. Yep. Uh, immediately and that's it it's a pattern if you if you look back through history through its patterns you can learn history very quickly and learn what to stay away from very quickly it doesn't take a rocket scientist i'm i'm a high school dropout folks literally Okay, I, I, uh,
0: that's probably a good thing, Sean. You know, <laughs> oh what, yeah. <laughs> what What was that song? I was listening, I was listening to the radio, and the song "Coda by Paul Simon came on. And I thought, God, I haven't heard this in so long. And it it opens up. If uh, I remember all the crap I learned in high school, it's a wonder that I can think at all. And I said, truer words were never spoken."
1: Right, right. I I I openly tell them the children that I care about. You know, most of them are adolescents at this age, but. And I tell them, you know, you're going to have to forget a lot of the stuff you're learning. Go ahead and digest it as you need to and regurgitate it. Just bear in mind that it doesn't necessarily mean any of it is actually fact beyond math.
0: (laughs) You're going to be taught how to operate within the system, but you're going to be taught nothing about the system.
1: Exactly. Yeah, there's no other way to do it at this point. I mean, you can you can hold them home and homeschool them. But then what you're doing is you're creating children that grow up in solitude. That's right. not good for them. Right. You know, they, they learn your way and your way alone. I mean, you might as well start a cult at that point, you know, and that's that's a, a fear of mine is that, you know, especially when once you get people that seek you out for advice, you mm-hmm. become very. Uh, aware of the damage that you can cause because they're not, not seeking you out because they don't think that your advice is good you know and so you have to you, you need to be able to admit when you're wrong or you don't know and send them to the folks that you hope do you know and hopefully the other healers that might be listening can bear that in mind you know there's responsibility with authority and it doesn't take having a badge for people to see you as that okay it's all it takes is them believing that you you want to help them that's it
0: Well, i, I want to uh... i want to I, I totally agree with that man i mean there's no doubt Um i think that's a crucial thing and it's it is unfortunate that at this point like you said there is no other way you kind of need to get your school learning which is basically your passport to operate within the system Um, But the sad thing is, is you will be a functionary consumer within a system you know nothing about until you go to higher learning, which is probably going to need to be taught by yourself, to yourself, or if you're fortunate, you'll meet a good teacher. But let's circle back for a second on aspartame and fluoride. Um, Good. Do you you, you think that uh, the damage that's been – so let's say there's people listening who – have had no choice and had to drink the municipal water for the last 20, 30 years, knowingly having to consume fluoride. They've been showering in it. Um, they weren't aware of aspartame. So all these years, what can be done to try to decalcify the pineal gland? Um, because I have come to the conclusion that so many people who just do not get what is going on, all these false news and this false violence and, this nonsense running up to i guess a police state they they no matter what you show them or tell them they can't grasp it i think fluoride has a lot to do with that i think diet and fluoride but what can be done to try to reverse the effects of the damage that have been done by things like aspartame and fluoride
1: you know there's only a few things that i really know of to that you can take that are physical entities you know one being himalayan salt the minerals in it, a lot of them are uh, what they what they call halogens. Uh, what what the thyroid and the pineal attract are halogens from your blood. Okay, they don't they don't discern positive or negative. However, so any halogen they'll grab it if it's available. They'll grab the, the richer ones if they can. And so you have to supply the richer ones. And that, unfortunately, they're very expensive. And the only place I know of to get them is someplace I don't recommend to go. Uh, <laughs> so, it, And it's, and
0: what, what is the product that would
1: deliver that? It's called Nascent Iodine. It's a very good product. I, I swear by it. It's, it's helped a lot of people that I've been coaching through their different problems and
0: Wow, that's, that's synchronicity because I just recorded Randy from Houston yesterday because everybody loves Randy, um, yeah. and he brought up using iodine as a curative, um, not in the same way you are, but it's a bit synchronistic that within 24 hours you're bringing it up in a more oh, s- specific way. Yeah.
1: Oh, well, they've known for a long time it's an absolutely necessary element, just like salt, just like uh, vitamin C or vitamin D that's absolutely necessary to your well-being. And so the government, in their wisdom, back in the in late 30s, discovered that there was a, a problem in uh, people getting goiters. You know, that's from uh, extremely deficient thyroids. And so they asked the salt producers to start putting potassium iodide in their salt to give everybody a minimal dose so that they wouldn't get a, a physically outward symptom of their stupidity.
0: Uh, which, which is a bit ironic, so we have the iodized salt, but I wanted to bring that up as well, particularly um, my wife and I got our first Himalayan salt that you just mentioned. Uh, I think it was the pinkish kind, um, I don't know, six, seven years ago. But uh, one of the common ailments in food is they put so much damn salt in everything. But if you use table salt, you are being affected in a wholly different way Are you not than if you take, say, kosher salt or Himalayan salts? In other words, if you've got high blood pressure and you know you shouldn't be pounding the table salt, do you have to be concerned with things like kosher salt and Himalayan salt in the same way?
1: You know, I don't know the answer to that question, Crow, but myself, I eat as much salt as I can stomach
0: good salt though not table salt
1: exactly i'd say i don't i won't eat any table salt except in this dorito bag yeah right Uh, right i'll crunch down a few of those every night you know uh or a pretzel or whatever you know that you got you have to give yourself over to the sin every now and again and give yourself that kind of break if you will
0: right right And, and i don't i don't think i've ever mentioned it before but i actually am a trained chef um it's just when i got out of the marine corps that was the first thing i did and i decided very quickly that i couldn't stand working in kitchens commercial kitchens but i bring this up for this reason if you cook and you use table salt you will find that it is very very easy to oversalt oh yeah um, but if you use kosher salt or the himalayan salt you will find that it's a whole other kind of salt experience Um, It's not harsh in the same way. It's got a better flavor. The
1: whole whole body understands it differently.
0: Right, right, right. And so I I would make that point. Um, But so in terms of trying to decalcify uh, your pineal gland, do you put any credence? um, I mean, you've mentioned that using physical things to ingest, you only know a couple, one of which is available in Himalayan salt. Do you think there's any credence in the idea that certain uh, sound tones and meditations can help decalcify?
1: Absolutely. I believe believe it like this, Crow. If you think there's a box in the corner that will help you decalcify, you focus on it long enough on the fact that it's decalcifying you, it will.
0: Really? Well, I, you know, you're 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 preaching to the choir. I mean, I don't I don't remember what year it was when I had the epiphany of language, but one of the first things that gave me the epiphany that told me I had not been taught properly about what language is and how it works was the word imagination. And way way back uh, when I first studied Buddhism, different kinds, and then got to Tibetan Buddhism, uh, I realized after years of studying it, that the whole idea of becoming a Buddha or an enlightened being was powered by imagination. And that's when I have my epiphany because I realized the word magi was embedded in the word imagination. And I began to understand the power of belief, um, which is why I so often say belief is the enemy of knowing, because we've all been trained to believe in the wrong things. But I think what you're getting at is that if you truly believe in a thing, suddenly on a level, you have created a thing that exists. Um, And that is magic. That is taking something from nothing, basically creating something that is maybe not weighable or measurable, but it will have a function. Um, And, uh, you know, I'd invite people to go out and look at that word imagination. It's a big deal. And the whole basis, as I understand it, about reaching enlightenment is facilitated through the use of imagination there's a whole hell of a lot more to it um, oh, because there's many years of training your mind and getting control of your mind and throwing out the other or your ego and I mean there's a whole very difficult process that very few people achieve apparently but um, I think I wandered so far I we probably
1: were... oversimplified it really but you know I yes I think it can help if you think it can help it will help uh, if you believe it's helping, it is, really. I I, I know it sounds overly simple and uh, terribly simple even, and a lot of people probably just click the channel or whatever. But well,
0: no, man, uh, those those are the things, aren't they? The things hidden in plain sight, the simplest things, the most effective things, aren't they? Those are the things we've been taught to ignore.
1: Right, you know, the food you eat is paramount importance. I mean, when when the teacher said you are what you eat, that was probably the only fact she actually spoke. <laughs> uh, Right. because you literally are you're, you regenerate constantly I don't know if you realized it but you cut your hair and this shit grows right back you know you're regenerating everything constantly and it's not just your fingernails and hair your skin regenerates your cells the the parts of your liver regenerate as disease if you're living a diseased lifestyle but if you quit then your your body will start to repair itself especially if you give it help like you know some good minerals, you know it's the actual food that it's calling for when it when you think that you want mcdonald's it's that's not what your body's telling you it's it's screaming at you, I need folic acid magnesium, please, and you pull into Burger King, you know, and then uh, twenty five minutes later, your body realizes i could did, did you find any uh, folic acid liver? No, I didn't see any, yeah, yeah, I'm still hungry. hey, up there. <laughs> And you, so you pull into Taco Bell, you know, and, and you just never get, you never get the nutrients. So you're always hungry. And furthermore, they put this stuff in there called candida. It's a, it's a yeast and it rewires the brain to want more junk food, <laughs> literally. So as you eat junk food, you're giving it your body, the fuel necessary to rewire your brain to want more of that same junk food. And they put it in all kinds of food. I mean, you name it. If it's a brand name on the shelf at the store, it's got it in it. And they don't list it. It's a yeast that they use. And they just list it as yeast. And so, it's...
0: <laughs> wow, man. I, I mean, I I know about Candida. Believe me. I know. And, you know, I, it's I think...
1: stuff. Right? Yeah,
0: I think that it's what you're saying. It makes you crave more. But, I mean, that that kind of thing lives on sugars, right? I mean, if you're pounding the sugars and stuff you're yeah
1: you get bored with just doritos you need that snickers you know you need you need that go get that bowl of briars or whatever you know and you think you're eating healthy and And it it might say sugar but now that they're they're calling aspartame corn sugar now uh or no that's that's the new name for uh high fructose corn syrup right right the new name for aspartame is neotame
0: uh <laughs> the, the new team <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean they when oh, when man. the name gets
1: when, when we figure out that that's evil and the, and the labels start popping up to say no high fructose corn syrup flip the label over and check for for corn sugar
0: you're right because they'll put on the front <laughs> that there is none of this product right
1: they've renamed it right it's kind of like how they eliminated polio by renaming it you know
0: well th- this this brings <laughs> up like this this massive thing that i've been thinking about for like I mean, over a decade. So people hear me say all the time that this world that we live in has been misdescribed. People hear me all the time say that it's likely a closed system, the sun and moon are not as far as we've been told, and that one of the likely side effects of all this is that there may be huge land masses that none of us were ever aware of. Who knows? Maybe another continent. But the reason I bring this up is because it follows by standard deductive reasoning that if you and I have to walk this food crap gauntlet where it is actually difficult, even if you're the most knowledgeable person on what we're talking about, it is still damn difficult to get good food, and even if you could, of course, organic foods, which may or may not truly be organic, are more expensive. But how in the hell are these other, what I assume are human beings running the show – Wouldn't, isn't it likely that they would have to have like a hidden landmass, a continent somewhere that's like quarantined from all Uh, this crap that's in this system?
1: Agartha. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Something. Yeah. You know, I, well, I'm not a believer in a hollow earth. Uh, you know, I, I hold an open mind on all of it. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty well convinced that we don't move, uh, that we don't go through the solar system, but uh, as far as there is, you know, I think that the ice wall is is in the process of being debunked. And as far as the flat Earth would be concerned, and uh, you know, there's nothing that says that there's not other systems of this world. And it doesn't not necessarily the same exact configuration and whatnot. But there could be other other systems like this world that we could get to, uh, but we're being held away from. Literally,
0: I I, it's got to be something like that, because, you know, it's the same thing as chemtrails. Uh, The one question that has vexed me from the moment I understood chemtrails were real and that that was going on. You know, this is as I started to dedicate thousands of hours of my life to filming them, which is what I was doing in San Diego nonstop. How in the hell are people somewhere apparently in charge being exempt from this? Exempt from the food, exempt from the crap that's being sprayed in the air. How is that possible without somewhere a hidden landmass? You know, fantasy island. But oh, place... they've
1: got they've got huge landmasses hidden away. All I mean, the they must. The Queen, the Queen of England used to own over a fifth of the of the globe.
0: Well, the canonical bull that claimed ownership of everything at the time is still in force.
1: Right, it's never right.
0: been rescinded. I mean, I think they uh, in in one uh, when, when I was younger, it was like one of my favorite authors. I don't know why. Well, I loved the the the, or the Asian thing at the time. This was before I ever went to Asia in the Marine Corps, but um, Clavel uh, in the book *Shogun*. I think they talked directly about uh, Blackthorn, the character there, who's a pilot on a ship, um, telling the Shogun, you don't understand, there's this guy called the Pope, and he names a canonical bull and tells him he owns Japan. (laughs) He owns everything. The canonical bull says this. Um, So I think that is really, in a way, kind of further evidence that there well may be some massive land masses. But there could,
1: you know... If you think if anyone, and it doesn't matter how expert you think of yourself, uh, if you close your mind to to further idea, you've really limited yourself. You just took six inches off your potential height. <laughs> you know, right? Uh, it, it's it. You need to keep an open mind. It it works like a parachute. It only works if it's open. It, once you close it to other ideas, that's, right. that, that's really done in fear.
0: Right, you you don't need to accept anything, but you do need to be aware of things. Uh, Right, there's no such
1: there's no such thing as poor information. That's right. You know, because poor information, even if it's fraudulent, once you figure out it's fraudulent, then it goes in the fraud file. Right, and you know to watch that guy next time he's speaking. You know, you know it's it's there's no such thing as bad information. The only bad information is the stuff you ignored because you thought you knew better.
0: Well, the flat Earth argument was such a total outing of of this idea because so many people were either <laughs> rabid that the earth was flat or rabid that you're a damn insane person cuz clearly we're living on a spinning globe um and you could see um the damage of the training and the mindset and even the whole thumbs up thumb down ego fueled youtube experience yeah you know yep. getting people to be trained in a way where what? You just said something I can't agree with. Therefore, I don't like you. Therefore, right. everything you say is worthless to me. And therefore, I have just shot myself in the foot. But um, Betraying
1: I, I, all their listeners, truly.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, I it's crazy. I, I follow a lot of people that I don't agree with a whole bunch of things they say. But there's also a whole bunch of things they say I don't understand. I can't right. see it for like this whole transvestigation thing that's going on where uh, people being portrayed to the public as female, maybe male or vice versa. Well, I'm not so good at picking that out. Don't know if I'm 100 percent sure it's going on. I know enough to understand that sounds exactly like something that would be done. So I went and I looked at the Mike Tyson cartoon to see if I could find it because there was a character in it. Um, called Young He, which was Mike's daughter that was like this girl that keeps being called a boy. It was this weird thing, and sure enough, I found the encoding of Young He the girl, encoded in her name, a Young He, um, right. being called a boy and acting like a boy and having this ambivalent sexual you know, position as a character. So I found it, and I realized, even though I can't see this and may not understand it, um, I will bear it in mind, but Let me yank this back around because the idea that there are people running this joint that must be aware, have to be aware of all the crap that's in the food and things like chemtrails. This thing called kosher marks has been vexing the hell out of me because I've been aware of it for a while. But like a month or two ago, as I was going through the store, I realized I couldn't find anything that didn't have them. Um, And finally, I did. I found a Red Baron pizza that didn't have it. I was just going through things, grabbing everything, looking at everything, and they're hidden. Um, and sometimes they're so small, they're hard to see. But I finally found this Red Baron pizza where I couldn't find a kosher mark. And I'm, oh my God, I finally found a product. But then I looked on the back, I'm scanning it for little hidden symbols. You know what it had? A Cape Eve. No, it had 911. So red... Oh. The Red Baron is a pilot, right? So that's right. that's their guy. So the right. cook the cook time was nine to eleven minutes,
1: oh, and the no. damn
0: oven temperature was um. Uh, what was it? It was four twenty five. So 9-11 is encoded in the damn cook temperature and cook time. But anyhow, to pull this back to the to kosher marks, do you know anything about this whole thing? I mean, I've asked around, and it seems like not many people know much no. about it. And I was wondering if that is a way for the people in charge to simply know whether the food they've never seen before that they're holding in their hand, they simply just have to identify the correct symbol to know if it's something they should eat.
1: You know, I, I really doubt they... they leave it to that kind of chance those in the in the true no uh they they're all their food shipped in well know, what
0: it's, about it's, the lesser minions though so you're going to have the less-
1: lesser minions aren't aren't in the no to that level you, you know there, there's vast compart, compartmentalization that most of the people that think they're on, on the end are just fucking useful idiots to put it in the simplest <laughs> terms they're 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 not any in any better shape than we are. They're actually in worse shape because they're going to also endure the disappointment. Yeah, can, can, you, uh,
0: can you imagine? <laughs> hey, you know, that's the funniest thing about this. So suppose the police state comes and suppose a group or two or three or however many idiots are doing this um, nonsense, they get control. Could you imagine living in that kind of existence where you already know what kind of groups you're dealing with um, but anyhow, let me keep pushing this forward because I want to jump, before we get out of the first hour, I want to jump on pharmacy drugs and the Rx symbol.
1: Well, I don't know much about the Rx symbol myself. As far as the pharmacy drugs, 90% of them are derived from crude oil, okay? That's, I really don't is that think that true? That is true. I have that,
0: never heard that.
1: That's how, that's, why, why, that's why they had to start allopathic medicine. It was a way for Marathon Oil to distribute its byproducts without having to pay for storage. It could make money off of them instead, just like fluoride. Okay? <laughs> wow. Yeah, and so they got chemists to start twisting this crude oil into all kinds of different fashions. And they... they market these things and you know this drug might be for you know high blood pressure but they also give it to you if you have lupus you know cause it <laughs> well, might or, or like or like
0: restless leg restless leg right. syndrome right? Right. They, what were they trying to do they were trying to make a boner pill or something i forget what it was
1: yeah, it was but... the, it was the it was the uh you know i don't know the fact behind this but i heard it was the uh, uh, prototype for viagra was that it yeah,
0: I think it, you're right. And so then yeah. it didn't work out. So they invented restless leg syndrome.
1: Right, it's it's kind of like superglue. Was it was invented to be a dental atrophice, you know, to fix broken teeth. Wow. Uh, yeah, but it was well, it, it turned into super glue because it was so poisonous. It was killing the people they tried it on. Folks, uh, man. You know, but
0: <clears throat> I. I- <laughs> I don't know a lot about the retrograde symbol uh, in terms of having done enough research. Like usually something like that, I have to go at it for a few days and have space outs in between the days that I look at it because that's typically how I have to learn. I need to have like a day or two to step away and then come back with a fresh eye and a fresh mind. But symbols and words have meaning. We know well, yeah, this. And, and
1: retrogradation is, is very important in astrology.
0: Right. And uh, and astronomy.
1: Of course, yeah. I mean astrology is just borrowing from astronomy. You know, they use the information that astronomy provides and they extrapolate that into the human condition. So um, so
0: retrogradation, go ahead and describe what it is in the use of astrology or astrological, you know, following the zodiac and this type of thing.
1: Well, you know, I, I'm going to speak from a geocentric uh, point of view, but understand that this, this point of view is also created with the idea that we're traveling around the sun, which I no longer adhere to, by the way. Uh, I've seen how retrogradation works in a flat Earth, and it works rather beautifully. But nonetheless, um, what, re- what causes retrogradation is the, is the relative velocity of ourselves and other passing, quote quote bodies. Uh, you know, be it Venus, Mars, Mercury, Saturn.
0: This this is the official definition you're giving.
1: Correct. Okay. And every every now and again, Earth, you know, comes up and passes. You know, catches up to and passes other planets, or they pass us. And when they get into into particular portions of the circle, they look like they're going backwards
0: which okay. is which is ironic because uh the way that you're describing it is straight from an astronomy textbook so this is the official model you're describing but we see it going backwards but in real life in that model it's not going backwards at all so that's a distinction that should be made
1: yes it's an apparent motion not a right. direct motion it's it's not truly happening it's in a it's a perceived motion but we're speaking from a geocentric perspective so when an astrologer is, ta- is, is speaking of a, of a retrograde planet, it, it, to them it is moving backwards, okay? Because they're looking at it from a human t- connection to the planet. The planet's not behaving according to its natural nature. And so whatever sign it might be in, it just starts distorting its, na- its energy inside the, the parameters of that sign. And that's mm-hmm. how you read a, a retrograde motion. Uh, in, in someone's chart you know even though they may be a go-getter they may be you know they, a Mars retrograde could cause a slump in their activity you know or in their uh, accepted responsibilities and things like that.
0: So so we should point out that we are talking now about the RX symbol um, right. we're defining it from an astrological definition point of view in a geocentric model but Anyone who's ever gone to the pharmacy will see the RX symbol, and I will state categorically that there's no way in hell that the astrological use of that symbol had to have preceded any kind of medical or pharmaceutical use of that symbol, in my view. Um, And so we also know words have meaning, so retro, uh, backwards, or back, you know, we would use that to say the 80s. That would be retro, right? Backwards in time. Um, The drugs you are taking... Are being encoded with the RX retrograde symbol, meaning to go backwards. But anyhow, I just wanted to point that out, Sean, before we get past the top of the hour.
1: Right. Well, and in grading, you would think of as you know, grade A are your are your top of the line, most expensive cigarettes to kill yourself with. Uh, you know, grade A beef is is the you know that's what you seek out when you're when you want to impress your neighbors with your grill out. You know. Right. Uh, you know, and so. They're literally harming you. As it, I really see it in just that way.
0: Well, it's, it's see, not to heal you at all, is it? I mean, all these no, drugs are basically no. about symptoms.
1: Of course. It's, it's about symptom creation and symptom management. Right. Uh, you know, that's what the, the, the vaccines, there's a reason they want to push them on you. They don't want you to have a choice. Because they don't want you to have a choice to, to, be a, to not be their customer under their control. You know, if you need these medications and, and they just decide to, to cancel your card or your chip or whatever they're going to manifest later, uh, <laughs> you're done. Yeah. You know, you'll go into, into whatever uh, withdrawal symptoms from, from not having that supplemental drug to manage your symptoms. And that's what, they're, that's what this new medicine is all about. This allopathic medicine is about symptom creation and symptom management create the symptoms and then and then manage them with pills
0: which is a far cry from looking at the body as a whole and ever trying to bring an illness or a malady to an end in other words a cure where the body is well again that is not really part of the medical system the majority of us have been handed
1: right well the 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 system we've been handed is you're you're broken you're a sinner you know they keep your parents so so poor that you're always told, "No, we can't afford to do that or to do this." You know, you're always fed this limitation in life, and they want to be able to limit you and with the push of a button, at any way they'd like, to keep you in any position they want. Whether you're if if you're good at something, they want to give you the incentive to achieve, so they'll give you all these things. You know but if, if you're not achieve, you know you're not achieving according to their standards then they can issue punishments by taking away these services or these medications and that's where it's going and that's why they're starting to control the energy you know they they're going to use energy as a currency later uh, and if you want all of your energy you'll you'll abide by what the doctor says and take your medication at the times prescribed you know they, they want that kind of control
0: You know, it's, it's a funny thing. There's two things I got. The first thing I'm going to tell you will blow you away. Um, my little dog, which everyone pretty much knows, he's got a large heart with a leaky valve. He's 13 years old now, but he was the runt in the litter. Um, so he kind of got the leftovers, I guess, but, um, to take him to the vet here in Rhode Island, they will not see him unless he has a rabies shot. It's legislated. So he has to have the rabies vaccine. Um, which is mind-blowing to me, but I wanted to state one of the, if for no other reason, um, if people were thinking about joining the military, um, and I am a former Marine, um, when I went in in the late 80s, I got so many shots. Twenty seven
1: inocu- inoculations. More yeah.
0: than more than that actually because That's how
1: many I got in eighty eight. It was twenty seven.
0: Well here's what happened. When yeah. when we were in boot camp, we got all these ones, but then when we got up to combat training. There was this whole, you got to get flu shots and all these other things so you don't get sick. And then a bunch of us knew we were going to Japan. So there was all, I mean, literally, yeah, yeah, it was ended up being like 60 or more shots through the whole time. And not only that, uh, when the Gulf War broke out, um, we ended up diverting to South Korea to participate in war games with the South Koreans who incidentally are the toughest individuals I've ever met in my life. Unreal. um, What those people were doing. Um, But we got a whole other battery of shots aboard a naval vessel going to South Korea, diverting away from Iraq. Um, But it's, It's unreal to me that I can't take my dog in unless they inoculate him, and he's already got heart issues. Um, But it goes to show how even the legislation of things like this, where it becomes mandatory, it it can even start with the pet. you know, get people used to having to get their... Well, I mean, to some degree, it's already in people too, right? You can't take your kid into school unless they've got certain inoculations. I remember people were refusing to take the... uh, I don't know whether it was mumps or knees, uh, whooping cough. It was some yeah. so, some shots where all these people who had come from Mexico were refusing to do it, and they wouldn't let them bring their kid to school.
1: Yeah, the MMR. And they, and they had a right. I would refuse all vaccinations. So would I. I. You know, I, a vaccination assumes that somehow the creator got it wrong. Okay. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> oh, or, they, or, or even if he didn't, that you need it,
1: you know? Well, somehow we made it to this point, didn't we? Right. You know exactly. what I mean? <laughs> how, how did we get all the way there without vaccines? Oh, my gosh. You know, it, it's it's a way to introduce uh, poison to your immune system, first of all, so you're susceptible to all kinds of microorganisms that you wouldn't have been otherwise. Uh, you know, your immune system would have been able to handle them if it weren't trying to adjust to this new neurotoxin that they've introduced. Right. Right.
0: You know, do do you have the
1: big scar on your arm?
0: I mean, you're all you're almost as old as I am. Do you have that big scar that all us older folks have?
1: Yeah. The polio vaccination. Yeah. yeah. The
0: the younger kids apparently don't get that scar, I'm told.
1: Uh, You know, I it's I'm of the thinking that it was nothing, just something to make it look like they did something
0: i i think you're right i i i view the whole idea of polio and these other things that were i think that's just more false flags um at a time i well i lived in san diego near the scripps institute where supposedly salk and all these other guys did these amazing things and i gotta be fair here i haven't looked into it to any degree but I would not be surprised for a second if I began to look into this and all the typical encoding and wordplay and all the, you know, false flag hallmarks were right there because um, of we c- we see where inoculations have come and what their actuality is. As a matter of fact, when I would go into the V.A., um, they would always ask you, do you have insurance, you know, trying to get you to pay. As a matter of fact, it's gotten so bad that they've sent out mailers now informing you that if you were injured in combat, you might be eligible for five years of free care.
1: Right. (laughs) So in other words,
0: you got your leg blown off somewhere or whatever, you might be eligible. When I was in, when you got out, you could walk into any VA anywhere, but
1: You thought you could,
0: yeah. Yeah. The one thing they will push and give out and do anything to get into you is a flu shot. But the funny thing was, is I went to the VA once, um, got out, they wanted to give me the flu shot. I said, Hell no, came home, was driving by a CVS, and there was a big sign out front that said free flu shots, of course. And a couple days later, and I thought, What we'll we'll give
1: you 10 bucks, yeah, right.
0: Well, the funny thing was, is a few days later we were in a richer part of town, up by a place called La Jolla, near a CVS, and at that they they had the flu Steep shots. I'd, yeah, but they wanted a hundred bucks for the yes. shot there. But if you couldn't afford it, you could go talk to the manager, and he'd give you a voucher. Yeah. If
1: you, if you, want you a produce. Bag. So yeah. it's
0: it's one of these miraculous things where, for some reason, it doesn't cost any money to produce vaccines because they'll just give them away.
1: Right. The whole vaccine, it's it's one big scam. It's just like fluoride. It is. You know, it, if you drink, you know, drinking fluoride, it's just like freaking drinking suntan lotion. You know, <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's a, that's a whole other thing. Suntan, <laughs> the sun's going to hurt you. Right. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and while, while I'm sure there may be people who are very fair complected and came from a, you know, right. geography where sun isn't supposed to be the lion's share of their day. Um, I can tell you I have been severely sunburned more times than I can count. I worked uh, from the time I was 10 to the time I was old enough to drive. I worked on a commercial fishing boat as a deckhand every summer, all summer. And each beginning of the summer, when I first took off my shirt and never put it back on again, I would get a severe sunburn. Not only would I get a severe sunburn. I wouldn't put on a shirt anyhow. I would just keep going, you know, I don't buy that the sun will cause cancers in the average person. And I think that is
1: cancer. Right. Exactly. Well,
0: it gives you energy as well. But um, when you begin to look in what's in like SPF 15, you're looking at more heavy metals again being
1: pushed into your body. Right. Right. Right.
0: And all the, you know,
1: people. And blocking of vitamin D which is terribly important it's
0: well I, I practiced sun gazing for a while there and I would not be surprised to learn that um, chemtrailing because I had stated for years now
1: yeah that gaze, they're they're blocking it out right
0: at sunset and sunrise when yeah. most gazing is supposed to occur um, but what I noticed right off that I mean as soon as I got up over a couple minutes of being able, you know, when I'd worked my way up gradually, um, a few seconds, you know, I don't know if you've ever heard, but you started like two seconds and you work your way up. When I got over two minutes, when you do that, um, you feel like a battery that's just been recharged. Um, It's strange to say. And then the chemtrailing, we couldn't keep it up because you're not supposed to miss days. And if you have to miss a day because it rains or something, but what happened in San Diego was... A month would go by where you couldn't see a sunset or a sunrise.
1: Yeah, you see this blotted out blah, blah.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. So if I think there's, here, I too. think
0: there's something to that, you know. I think. Oh, of course. I think have noticed
1: it at, sun, at sunset. I, I'm I'm not awake for most sunrises to see them, but at sunset every night they they're clouding out the sun every I, single night.
0: Right. I I night would so. not be so because. I, I remember when I started to do it, um, and I looked on YouTube to see if there were other people doing it, and found very few. But all of a sudden, there was this hippie guy, like in New Mexico or something, and he's all, "Yeah, man, I've been sun gazing," and he's sitting there smoking a doobie, um, looking like a burned, you know, cinder. And he's all, "And I, and I, I got this black dot in my vision now, but I think it'll go away. But I'm still sun gazing. I could just, it smacked of a." A yeah, camp- a campaign to scare people of away. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when when this all started with the chemtrails, um, it was a gradual thing. Then it became heavy. But then there became a time in San Diego when, like, I almost couldn't film um, with my telescope at nights. But even on the nights that I could, the sunsets and the sunrises were still being blotted out. And I, I suspected that you know maybe. They didn't want people to get into the sun gazing. I suspected that maybe there's something visible at these times that would give away part of the lies that we live under. But right,
1: um, there's no telling all the things they might be hiding. Well, I
0: mean, you know how I'm they sure work. they're
1: multi-use. Yeah,
0: so. they're yeah. always doing 50 things at once, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. But yes. uh, we we passed the top of the hour. Let's let's jump into the meat and potatoes that you're so kind of way ahead of your time. Let's jump into medical cannabis. So there it is, man. There's nearly an hour and a quarter of the first part. I really didn't want to cut it there, but um, I just this is a kind of a longer episode. I hope you all will join me over at crow7radio.com for the second hour and almost a half. I think um, we cover so much. Uh, in closing, I just want to reiterate: we're seeing a complete ramp up of false events in the news. These false events are designed to chip away at our freedoms. And I would remind everybody out there. The cliched old saying, I'm not sure exactly how it goes, but it's something to this effect. Those who would sacrifice their freedoms for security deal deserve neither. And right now, truer words have never been uttered in my view. Uh, it's such a true thing. There is no reason to be afraid. There is no reason to sacrifice any freedom, any freedom, even if all these events were absolutely real, there would be no reason to sacrifice freedoms to deal with it that is a false construct. Anyhow, there it is. Cheers.